Welcome to Listener's Advisory, the San Diego Public Library podcast. Are you a poetry head or lover of verse, whether it be written or recited via the page or stage? If so, today's episode is for you. We'll introduce you to two co-creators of a new series that features local poets and their inspirations. Also, we'll check out a new Robert Frost collection that's recently found a new home at SDPL. So stick around. This should be fun. On Friday, September 17th, the San Diego Public Library, in partnership with the Commission for Arts and Culture and San Diego's inaugural Poet Laureate, will launch its new video series, Conversations with Poets. The eight-episode series will feature host Michael Clam and guest poets reading and discussing inspirational poems, as well as the guest poet's own work. The series features names such as Rudy Francisco, Ted Washington, and Olga Garcia, just to name a few. Conversations with Poets aims to platform San Diego's premier poets, as well as shine a light on the city's poetry scene. The purpose is to uh, bring in our best in San Diego, uh, let the viewers and listeners kind of get into what they're all about, what they're working on, how they got into the positions that they're in, if they're, in a, if they're hosting or if they're publishing, sort of a who's who, and then how to get involved. Uh, I'm Michael Clam, I'm an editor for the San Diego Poetry Annual. I'm also a writer. Uh, my latest book is called uh, Anything for a Dull Moment uh, by Garden Oak Press. Uh, the book before that was Cheapest Flight to Paradise, uh, Puna Press. I'm a dad, I'm a surfer, and i um, host of Conversations with Poets. Michael Clam was ideal for the job of host due to his experience in the scene and technical knowledge of writing. He was able to connect with guest poets to discuss their influences and work. And we sat in the Rare Books room and what I asked the poets to do is to bring a poem, bring their own original work, but also to bring a poem from a writer who inspired them and kind of got them started. So an inspirational poem and poet. And then the conversation is really about the work that they're doing, like Ron's work as Poet Laureate in San Diego, Poetry of Resilience. His roots in writing and poetry run deep. I was born in Northern Ireland, and we have uh, 11 poet uh, Nobel Prize winners. And four of those are, are authors. And so our tiny little island, our little chunk of that island, is a matter of pride for sure. And I grew up in a family where uh, gift time, any gift time, uh, birthdays, uh, Christmas, it was always books. So my upbringing was uh, kind of the book lover's upbringing. He attributes his dedication to poetry to those very roots. You know, the island itself, it's windswept, it's heavy weather, it's, it's a pretty gnarly place to, to live, and the weather of the country is sort of, to a certain degree, also the people of the country. You know, the trees whip and dance like fools, and, and, and Irish people are just, just a people of, of a very powerful uh, intellect and need to tell a story, need to have a debate, need to get those words out there, and I think that's also part of me as a writer. Aside from conversations with poets, Michael has long dedicated himself to propping up San Diego's poetry community despite some challenges along the way. I have hosted Poetry and Art, uh, the series, since 2001 
and uh, we were doing that. Uh, Gil Soto and I, uh, mostly Jimmy Jazz, was helping out quite a bit. Uh, we were doing that at the San Diego Art Institute uh, pre-COVID, uh, and then we went online. It's been all Zoom. So, so now what I've done is I've kind of shifted poetry and art away from brick and mortar, right? To we we're mostly online. We've done a couple of hybrid events, uh, but you know the way things are going, it keeps swinging back and forth. We're really, really virtual now. Michael notes that the series reveals much about each featured poet's dedication to their craft. The cream of the crop, they stay busy. They are on the job. They have uh, disciplines and, and, and some have a very uh, rigid uh, schedules for their writing. Some get up first thing in the morning and they have from the start of the day to the end, they're basically on the job. After coming to the States and completing high school, he went looking for two things, surf and poetry, both of which he found in San Diego. As host of Conversations with Poets, he leveraged his relationships in the scene for our benefit and even built new ones in the process. And one of the reasons why when I moved down to San Diego, I totally fell in love with it. One is a surfer. Like I mentioned before, I think we were talking before, I was talking about that came down partly because I wanted to surf. But um, I was looking for like-minded people. I was looking for writers, looking for poets. And uh, this community is just, just, just awesome. So I got, got to sit down with some of the best poets in town, get to know them. Uh, in some cases, they're already friends, like Ted Washington. But to sit down in sort of a formal setting and have a conversation where the two of us are both of our personalities come out a little bit, and then a little bit of our history comes out as well. Uh, uh, but I think the one thing that I really took away from it was that it's not just you know the muse hits you and then you write the poem down and you success comes and it's you know it's work it's commitment it's dedication and every one of the poets in their own right is uh, sort of a hard-working author hard-working poet in town one of the series other co-creators dr anthony blackshire aka ant black also notes conversations with poets features some of SD's strongest voices and that the series is an exercise in craft and community. In conversations with poets, uh, Michael Clam speaks with um, the poet laureate, Ron Salisbury. He speaks with Rudy Francisco, Carla Cordero, so many other impactful poets. Um, just about their process, what are their favorite poems? What does poetry in San Diego mean to them? He also firmly believes we're in good hands with the show's host. Uh, I'm so excited about this project. Um, Michael Clam is the host of Conversations with Poets. We could not have a better host um, for someone who understands the, the history of the San Diego poetry scene and the diversity and the breadth of the San Diego poetry scene, while still being able to have a, a, a master command of all things poetry. As co-creator, Ant's resume is official. I'm the publisher of the San Diego Poetry Annual. I'm also a professor of sociology at San Bernardino Valley College. I always say San Bernardino made me and San Diego raised me. Not only did he cut his teeth in San Diego's poetry scene, he's also competed nationally both as a performer and coach. In 2013, as part of Elevated, he made it to the National Poetry Slam Finals along with team members Carla Cordero, Joe Limer, Ronald Clark, and Viet Mai. Yeah, competitive poetry is, is it was great for me. It, I've always been a competitive person. I've always loved sports. I've always loved the Olympics. I've always loved anything where you can, there, there used to be this EA Games commercial where they just went through all these different sports and flashing images of, of their games. And they said, at the end of the day, it comes down, this is a thing. I can do it better than you. Let's try. 
and poetry for me was like that. It was just like figure skating. It was just like diving. It's I can do this thing. I think I can do it better than you. Let's see. And um, what I kind what I came to appreciate was that the end of the day, if you're mature enough, if you if you're gracious enough, then we have this this cliche: the points aren't the point. The point is the poetry and the competitive aspect. That's just a gimmick to get other people listening to poetry. That's just an extra thing that we do to um, wow the crowds, to draw the crowds, which ultimately serves to share our stories, to share knowledge, to share information and, and challenge perspectives in order to change the world. Both Michael and Ant agree, Conversations with Poets is ultimately about supporting other poets. We had Katie Manning in, for example, for Conversations with Poets. And uh, she's an extraordinary poet, but also a, a reviewer. And I think our community is about taking care of the community as a family, which you might not necessarily get. You know, you might have, it might be a little more fractured in other cities. Uh, for example, when I was talking to Katie about review and reviewing poetry, uh, she had mentioned that if you're going to review it and you're going to be reviewing someone from the community, uh, keep it positive, and if you decide that you don't want to review positively, you might choose not to do the review in the first place. And I think that really comes from a place of let's pump up the community, let's support the community, let's keep it positive. While supporting the community is certainly one of the goals, a byproduct of the series is witnessing deeper connections made. Being a part of it and, and creating it with Michael Clam, with uh, the San Diego Library, it, it was phenomenal already just thinking about the possibilities uh, and thinking about why it was important to have poets just in a casual conversation but then actually getting getting it in front of the camera and getting it in front of the microphones you, you get to see um, people who bond and connect over poetry ron salisbury is san diego's inaugural poet laureate not only does the position give a louder voice to the city, it brings the community a certain dignity, legitimacy, and hope for the future. It puts us on the map. It gives us a, a voice, a national voice. It shows that it's important to our city. And it gives us a moment to say, all right, we've got Ron, start out with Ron. Who do we want to be there to represent our city next? It's an opportunity for Ron to kind of get this started and then when he passes it on, to pass it on in a way that even strengthens our city even more. You know, we don't necessarily need to feel like the little brother of L.A. so much. We have our own strength and our own uh, sort of powerful voice here in San Diego in the genre of poetry. Ron Salisbury is, a, is just a treasure in, in San Diego. And no one, I, sh I shouldn't say no one, but um, few people have the sort of San Diego poetry experience, both being schooled and learned and trained in the coffee shop, as well as it, at the colleges. And um, Ron Salisbury is, is a master of teaching. He's, he's a master of the form. And uh, he's an editor on the San Diego Poetry Annual. I'm incredibly uh, happy for him. I'm incredi incredibly proud of him. And what we're looking for in the future is, is now that we have the space, now that we, we've given the honor to Ron, Ron has asked a lot of the poets some very important questions. What is the role of a poet laureate? Is it symbolic? Does the poet laureate 
provide policy advice and guidance? Does the Poet Laureate fundraise? When does the Poet Laureate write for the city and on behalf of the city um, in comparison to uh, it's just an honor that's bestowed by the city? Ron has asked some very important questions. And so I believe that's up to future Poet Laureates to begin answering. Poetry is many things for different people. While it's certainly a medium that doesn't enjoy the popularity it once did, it's still a powerful tool of expression. And for, for people who think that poetry is just these words on a page, conversations with poets is going to reveal that this is about people's livelihoods. This is about people, how they survive. Um, you know, some of them survive in a world that hates them. And, and some of them survive in a world that wants to crush them. And some of them survive in a world, uh, in a society where they can look around and say, something's not right. Here are some words. Catch Conversations with Poets this September 17th by visiting mysdpl.org forward slash conversations with poets. Also, be sure to visit the Commission for Arts and Culture at www.sandiego.gov forward slash arts hyphen culture for more information on various Poet Laureate related programming. When I met Robert Frost in 1959, I was a student writer at a college in Iowa, and he read several of his poems to this small gathering of which I was a part. And afterwards, I had the privilege of sitting beside Frost to talk. And as we spoke, a photographer was clicking away with a Rolex camera. And later, when I saw the printed pictures, I realized that my arm was touching frost on the armrests and i began to have the sense that they would somehow always touch that's the voice of rancho santa fe resident jim hurley who after a successful decades-long career as a business writer and investor relations executive has made his return to poetry Jim was about to read from his new collection, A Westbound Sun, as part of a recent event at the Central Library celebrating the Robert Frost Society making the San Diego Public Library its new permanent home. It was Jim's inspiration and initiative as a member of the Society, with the support of local philanthropist Malin Burnham and businessman Mel Katz and Art Fleming, and through the leadership of the San Diego Public Library Foundation, that led to this exciting new partnership that will give access to Frost's correspondence, rare books, and photographs, not just to researchers and scholars from all over the world, but to the San Diego Public Library's patrons as well. To get an idea of what to expect, I spoke to the Robert Frost Society's Executive Director. Uh, my name is Robert Bernard Haas. I'm a professor of English at Edinburgh University of Pennsylvania. Why does Frost matter now? Why is Frost still relevant? Well, there are a couple of reasons. Number one, Nobody in American poetry sounds like Robert Frost. And the other reason is that Robert Frost is accessible. So he's accessible to both young students and he's accessible to seasoned scholars. So anybody who reads Robert Frost can find something in him to attach to. He said in his youth he wanted to be a poet for all sorts and kinds. And he made good on that. Next, I asked him about the Society's history. Well, the Society has been around for 
Since 1973, it was housed at the University of South Carolina and then Winthrop University and then Southern Mississippi. So the society was kind of a migrant society. Wherever the director was, then that's where we housed the society. Finally asked him what we could expect from the Frost Society at the San Diego Public Library. We're trying to amass a nice archive of primary Robert Frost materials for the library, which scholars and amateurs can use. Beyond that, we want to have conferences, poetry workshops, educational outreach programs for young students in the region, in the greater San Diego region. We have no exclusions on kind of poetry, style of poetry. We want poetry from all races, creeds, colors, styles, aesthetics, Um, And we want to hear especially from young people because we want this great art to be carried forward to the next generation. Visit the Hervey Family Rare Book Room on the ninth floor of the Central Library to see some of the items in the Robert Frost Society archive. And to learn more about the Robert Frost Society, visit supportmylibrary.org forward slash Robert Frost. That's going to do it for today's episode. I'd like to thank our guests, Michael Clam, Dr. Anthony Blackshire, Jim Hurley, and Robert Haas. As per usual, thanks to Pete Meisner and Luke Henshaw for contributing original music, and a huge congratulations to Library Assistant 2 and SDPL Employee of the Year, Jacqueline Angel. Not only is Jackie great at her job, she's innovative and ever willing to go above and beyond. SDPL is lucky to have her. For information on any of the programs or materials mentioned in this episode, please see our show notes or visit us at www.sandiego.gov forward slash SDPL podcast. Before we go, I have a request. We're trying to build our audience and nothing helps more than listener ratings, reviews, and recommendations. If you have a few moments, let us know how we're doing via the rating and review system in your favorite podcast app. Also, consider sharing our podcast on your social media. Thanks in advance.